Welcome to the Charleston Real Estate Connection Podcast, connecting and reconnecting you with all things Charleston. I am your host, Nia Joy, your golden realtor, licensed in the state of South Carolina. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the 10th episode, the 10th episode of the Charleston Real Estate Connection Podcast. Oh, I'm so excited today. I have with us a very special 10th episode guest. You may have seen her around um, Charleston, maybe at, um, maybe singing. Uh, maybe she, you saw her recent YouTube video that's kind of been being passed around Charleston and all over the country now, by now. Um, she is actually a certified speech language pathologist. She is also an author, mother, wife. Uh, she also teaches at the university and she's also a child language expert. Oh, I have so much I can say about her. I want to introduce to you Jessica Berry, Dr. Berry, if you're fancy. Thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. I'm so excited to be with you. Oh, my goodness. Your personality is infectious. Anybody who knows Jessica mm-hmm. is just a lively person, uh, just full of energy. Thank you. Yes. So You are welcome. Yes, yes. So, Jessica, I know that um, you have many, many talents. But what I would like to talk about first, we do this with all of our guests on the show today. We, we do... Um, we asked them about their connection to Charleston, and mm-hmm. I want to hear about your connection to the Charleston area. Listen, I am born and raised little country, low country girl. <laughs> I'm born and raised in Hugey, South Carolina. Um, you know, we have like one stoplight, and it's not even in Hugey, right? <laughs> But um, so born and raised in Hugey by way of Mount Pleasant. So I also spent a lot of time in Six Mile, Snowden community, uh, went through Berkeley County Schools. So um, Charleston is home and I love it. Yes. Yes. And Charleston loves you back. <laughs> we're doing some great things that we're going to talk about later in the show about how you're, you're um, talking more about Charleston and the culture. So Jessica, tell us, um, tell us a little bit about what you enjoy doing, uh, maybe some about your career and background. I know you have many facets about what you're doing. You now have um, a blog that you're doing. Can you just tell us a little bit about, you know, a little bit about Jayberry Collective and your business love story? Yeah, so I do a lot. And so I was sitting there just trying to think about like, how do I create a business that can encompass everything that I do? So I came up with Jayberry Collective because literally it's a collective of everything that I do from uh, singing to motivational speaking. I love to do seminars about the Gullah Geechee language. So anybody who wants to learn what it is, what does it sound like? What's the history of it? I love stuff like that, especially with our educators because I have a passion for the next generation of scholars. Um, I enjoy teaching. So I teach at South Carolina State University um, in speech pathology and audiology. And I um, always try to find a way to weave Gullah in there as much as I can, just to help our students recognize that like, look, 
you Geechee and that's okay. Like, that's really, really cool. So I enjoy teaching. I enjoy singing. So I do that a lot um all over the low country um i would say i enjoy writing i don't really enjoy writing but i do it just because i mean sort of kind of have to do it right <laughs> i don't know i don't know i'm gonna just i'm gonna let you go on i'm gonna disagree with you about the writing part but that's fine that's fine <laughs> you can say that everybody has their weaknesses okay yes yes everybody has those but you have to sort of overcome them so that that's been my thing like overcoming that i don't want to write and just write just do it so um, those are some of the things that I enjoy. Uh, Jayberry Collective is a multifaceted company where um, it houses all of who I am and all of what I do. And I hope um, that it expands to be able to be a resource for the community. So I look for Jayberry Collective in the future to provide like first generation college student seminars because I meet a lot of first gen college students. I was a first gen college student, and so I want to help them be more prepared to get a head start in the um, academic setting. Um, providing Gullah Geechee seminars and um, a platform for, for we Geechee people to express who we are and what we bring to the table. So Jay Bear Collective is growing, and um, yeah, I mean, that, that's who I am, that's what I love to do. And I love to spend time with my kids, of course, and my husband, family time. like. That's important. Of course, I think if anybody follows you, we know that you are super wife mom. And not oh. that you try to be, I should say, but we know that that's just, that's just embedded in your fibers. That's who you are. And it shines through all of your work. So. Yeah, it's important for me to be that example for my girls. Like, I want them to see, like, you, you can work. You can have a business. You can, you can be a, like, you know, just woman power. You know what I mean? <laughs> Especially right now, we're celebrating... International um, Women's Month or Women's History. Uh huh. This is a good time. This is a good time. Yeah. A perfect time for you coming on the show. Um, a couple episodes from here, um, I'm going to be doing a quick um, homage to the Black uh, culture, Boston, mm -hmm. and some things. So I really wanted to bring you on board and you being a woman. Women's History Month. Thank you for all that you Yes, did. absolutely. It is a pleasure to serve. I, I just, I love it. It's a passion of mine and I, I wake up every day to do it. Why not? <laughs> yes, and it definitely oozes. It oozes. So yes, yeah. sharing that with us. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the things that you're going to be doing with Jayberry Collective. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. So as far as um, the, the things that you're doing with the company, um, I've, I've seen how everything is perfectly woven in there. I mean, it's almost really deep. You don't have to try. And I love that about your brand that you don't really have to try to be anything but you. And mm -hmm. being um, uh, scholarly the way you are, um, I, I'm really fascinated by the fact that you you studied the Geechee, Geechee Gullah culture. And, you know, y'all boy be up in here. <laughs> I'm from Jessica on YouTube. I <laughs> YouTube video and I know personally my story um, when I went to college is it was a hard time for me to transition um, when I was in my casual setting I mean obviously mm -hmm. I talk like that all the time with my parents but the culture and understanding the Geechee language could you just kind of tell people a little bit about that because I think there's a lot of misconceptions you can kind of give I know you don't have all day but Oh yeah, I can I can give a short and sweet. Gullah Geechee is a language. It is not broken English. 
And it is important for our generation and the next generation and the next generation to no longer be ashamed of that. It's how we talk. It, it has rules. It has grammar. Um, it's a structured language, just like mainstream English. And so I'm, I'm always an advocate for us to learn how to code switch and use mainstream English uh, whenever we can. But we don't have to. And it's our choice. And so I'm also an advocate for choice. And so Gullah Geechee, and my favorite saying, if you get my book on the back of it, is Gullah Geechee Benya ain't going nowhere. Because look, we, we are here and we're a representation of everything that happened before. So it's something to be proud of. I think um, here recently, a lot of people have uh, kind of jumped on to this idea of celebrating the culture. And I'm so happy about that, to see it spread across the country and internationally, that people are finally celebrating the treasure, because it's a treasure. Um, it's it's unique to the United States. It's the only English-based Creole language living in the United States. Yes. Wow. Yes, the only one. Wow, and that's historically how it's been. That that's how it's been. So we have the French Creole, which a lot of people know of in Louisiana. Ogala is an English-based Creole, and so and it's the only one that's thriving and living um, across the corridor. So it's something to be proud of. Um, and I know, like you said, a lot of us. It wasn't until we left and we went to college where we were like, "Oh wait, you know, wait, <laughs> there's another language. There's another culture out here." <laughs> I mean, I know clearly, you know, growing up, you know, the most pleasant. Um, district schools, I mean, obviously, you know, you had to write a certain way, you know, or to get the do well in school. Yes, I got that. However, when it came down to it, like, we were just comfortable with being who we were and speaking that way, and I love it when I'm around um, my people. I know my husband's from Maryland, so mm. you know, he's like, what, what are they, what are they saying? Um, <laughs> uh, you know, he's like, huh? I'm sorry. Like, he's really not respectful, but I love how you you really bring the modern, um, the modern aspect of today's um, culture, and you, mm-hmm. you really embrace it. Now, I really appreciate that. You know, um, I'm heavily educated. I have a master's degree, but I, I know it gives a lot of people like us permission to say, you know what, celebrate this. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and that's one of the reasons why. Actually, when I did that YouTube video, it was literally just. I was sitting in the house and my husband's from Orangeburg. So he's also the same way. Like, what did they say? Tell me again. What your daddy say? So I'm like translating between us. And I was sitting there and I was like, you know what, Wilma? I always have to translate. I'm going to do a quick video to to show people how to code switch. And so it really was just meant to be lighthearted and fun and just a way to say, look, it's okay. This is what we do. And I'm glad that it resonated with the community and like, in this positive way and and i love that and i look forward to seeing a lot of your work that you're doing to keep bridging things and i know it, it might have started off as being that way but oh it was truly enlightening for me and we all complain to it i mean that's why we share videos right because we can yeah you know and, and laugh and laugh <laughs> and i'm gonna put that in the um in the show notes for those of you who want to share that video um, yeah you want to watch it enjoy it so thank you. Um, Absolutely. So the last thing I really want to get in, into with you is your new book. Your new book. Yes. I'm so excited. Yes. Yes. And I love, I love <laughs> the video intro. I mean, tell us more about your book. Okay, so this is my new book, and it's literally a little book. I get excited about it because a lot of people are like, when they get it, they're like, it's really little. Like, it's really, really tiny. But this is, um, 
I call this my little baby. It's the Little Gullah Geechee book, A Guide for the Kumya. And it was inspired by um, some educators, actually. So I do some sessions with Charleston County School District um, to educate educators about Gullah and what it is so that children will have a better classroom experience. And what I learned was each time I did these sessions, the teachers asked me the same question. What is Gullah? What's the difference between Gullah and Geechee? What kind of words do you say? Where does it come from? What should I do? What should I not do? What should I say? Where can I go? Um, and so I thought, you know what? I keep answering the same questions. Let me just write it down in a book. For anybody who's new to the area, who wants to learn more about the culture and the language quickly, this is a very short, brief guide just to give you some background knowledge, some uh, grammar, and to sort of enlighten you on our grammar rules, yes. some short phrases, do's and don'ts, because there's some things you just don't do. Oh, <laughs> I'm just curious to see what's in there. I got, I got to read that. I'm gonna... Yes. Oh, my goodness. That's so it's awesome. Now, I know, you, you said, I know your books are also being sold on Amazon. Yes. Um, in addition to Amazon, locally, people can buy your books, right? Yes. So you can head over to the um, Riverview. I'm, hold on, I'm trying to find the name of it. So, okay, it's the River Watch Cafe and Gift Shop at the Mount Pleasant Pier. They have some coffee, um, some copies there. River Watch Cafe and Gift Shop at the Mount Pleasant Pier is where it is uh, currently, locally. Hopefully, it'll be in a few more places. Um, and actually recently I had a few real estate agents to, well, I wouldn't say real estate agents, but, uh, people who own rental properties down there have bought them and they're sitting in their rental, uh, properties. So when people visit the area, they can read about the culture and learn some places to go. So. Well, that's awesome. I'm about to have yeah. my Airbnb is going to be open this year. I'm going to go and drop me a copy in there. And Absolutely. The next, I'm actually going to buy a copy for myself. And three more, just to give to my some of my clients that are relocating to the area. I think that'd be awesome when you're relocating here. Um, yes. Pick up some copies, have them sent to the house. That'd be awesome. Thank yeah, you. this you're welcome. So yeah, that would be a um, that was a neat idea. I didn't think that that was a, um, somebody who owns property in Charleston had that idea. And I was like, oh, that's pretty neat for those who are relocating to learn more about the culture. I know. There's just so many misconceptions about um, the Gullah Geechee culture, and I love how you you've encompassed some of that in the book. And I'm sure that this is probably going to be a springboard so many people want more. Um, so I hope so. Can you tell us like a few different um, misconceptions, or um, I want to say maybe maybe even some understanding a little bit about the difference of the Geechee Gullah culture? I know we can't we probably not trying to go into it in depth, but that's probably the biggest one I think that people have questions about. Um, misconception. So, um, a lot of people think that Gullah is slang and it's not, it's a rule governed language. I spent a lot of time in my book in chapter three, as a matter of fact, outlining some of the, um, very structured, uh, grammar patterns that we follow, um, in the language. So that's probably one of the major misconceptions is that the, the language is slang, but it's really a mixture of English and various African languages like Yoruba, Mende, and Hitu. So we see vestiges of those African languages left in what we do in the rhythm of our speech and the, you know, um, how we put our words together and how we make our sentences. Um, and I think probably the other misconception is that Gullah Geechee is set is, is some sort of 
separate entity, but really it's the culture, it's the people and the language are all Gullah Geechee. Ah, uh, okay. It's um, yeah. like one and the same then? It's one and the same, yeah. So it, the, the, word, the terms Gullah Geechee are, so like I'm a Gullah Geechee person, I speak a Gullah Geechee language and I live a Gullah Geechee culture. It's all it's all encompassing. Okay. And uh, here recently, a lot of people tried to make distinctions between the terms Gullah and Geechee. And while there's some distinctions, um, like I would say my grandma spoke Gullah because she used a lot of African vernacular, African words. Whereas I would say I spoke more Geechee, speak more Geechee because I don't use as much African words, but I still use the same tone and the same intonation in how I speak. But all in all, um, it's Gullah Geechee, one and the same. Wow, you know, I kind of learned that something new from that because I never really understood the differentiation between the two personally. Um, mm -hmm. I just, I just knew, I knew what it meant. You know what I mean? I right. I, so it's, to be able to say that and break it down by somebody who's an expert like you, I think that's that's saying something, and that's something I can definitely take home. Yeah. Put in my toolkit. So. I, I'm just fascinated by all the things that you have going on. And again, I look forward to grabbing a copy of the book. Grab a copy of the little... Gullah Geechee book. A guide for the Kamiya. <laughs> oh, man. I'm looking forward to that, Jessica. So um, in addition to the book and any other things you have going on, what, what else can we look for in, in, in the coming future? Um, actually, if you, uh, follow me on Instagram, you'll see like today I just posted, I'll be featured on Taste the Nation with Padma, um, coming up in June on Hulu. So that's really exciting. She came down to Charleston and did, um, a, a series or episode on Gullah Geechee culture and food. So wow. that was really nice to lend my expertise to that. Nice. Um, yeah, I definitely have a couple book signings coming up, um, one on John's Island in March. Um, and hopefully a few other things in between. Oh man, we're excited. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. People can come in and meet you, get a signed copy of the book. Yes. That, that's really dope. I'm, I'm excited for you and all the things that you're doing and working in your, oh man, all your many gifts. Many Thank gifts. you. Thank you. God's been good. <laughs> Without mentioning the album. Ah, yes. Can't leave. You know, we cannot, we can't not end this without, can we talk about the album right quick? Okay, so yes, last year, last May, Mother's Day, I released a single called Water Walker. Um, it was my second song, but I really think it's like my first because it was really the one that I was like really passionate about. But um, it is an anthem, in my opinion, to anybody who just wants to take the next step, whatever that looks like. So it, it encourages you to just walk out on the water, do what it is you want to do. I'm evidence of it in January I said you know what I'm starting my business and I did it so I'm a water walker and that song is just out there to inspire the next gen of water walkers yes I love yes. it I love the, I love the coin phrase as soon as I heard it I was like I get it I get it <laughs> this is me this is me. so to, so definitely get the single um yes the album and check out that single. I know I know it's a powerful one. Um, it truly spoke life to me. Mm. Um, and you just have an amazing voice. And thank you. Thank you. Um, so That's that Geechee heritage coming through. Oh, yeah. It's coming all day. It's coming through. Um, so my family, uh, the Richardson Starlight Singers. So anybody who is from the area would know the Richardson Starlight Singers. That's my granddaddy and uncles. 
Oh yes, when you were at um, oh my goodness, <laughs> revival. Bro. Yes. Revival, yes, the summer revivals. Oh those, gosh, those 10, <laughs> 10 revivals, yeah, all night, all night. <laughs> we was up in there all night, we just yawning and tired. Little kids, we had, you know, looking back on it, I just I miss that. I miss that because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a sense of community, and I think that's what makes Gullah so special is because we really built community, like everybody was family, you yes. know. Um, that's that makes the culture special, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keeping it, bring, keeping it alive, and we look forward to things you're doing, Jessica. Dr. Barry, if you're fancy, yes. Uh, <laughs> no, so anyway, thank you again for coming on board. Anything else you want to say uh, to the audience, and maybe leave them with some words of encouragement? Uh, yeah, absolutely. First, thank you for listening, um, and thank you for having me on on this show. I truly appreciate the platform that you're building and just am excited for all that's going to take place for you because of this. So to everyone listening, listen, go check out the book, the Little Gullah Geechee Book of God for the Kamiya. It is going to inspire you to learn more about the Gullah Geechee culture. Um, It's going to inspire you to go buy you a basket and do all of those phenomenal things to support the fact that this culture has to stay alive. It cannot die. We are the torchbearers to make sure that it lives and it does not go anywhere. Um, Be a water walker. Uh, (laughs) and, and, And follow me. Find me on Instagram, I am Jessica Berry, or um, at the Geechee Scholar. Um, you can find me on either one of those places. Follow along with my journey. Say something to me. Let me know you're there. And let's connect. Let's connect with Jessica. Yeah. Just drop the mic. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening and celebrating with us the 10th episode of the Charleston Real Estate Connection Podcast. We'll see you on the next one. Okay. This has been another episode of the Charleston Real Estate Connection Podcast. You can find us on our website at charlestonreconnection.com. That's charlestonreconnection.com.